right, everybody, welcome in to this week's episode of the GOAT Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Robinson. And this is Nick Borden. And if you can't tell, we're in separate locations. Uh, hopefully you can't tell. If you couldn't tell, that's phenomenal. We love that. But, you know, we got we to gotta give honor where honor is due. And I'm recording from uh, executive producer Austin's, uh, I don't want to call it a home, uh, estate. Is that a good term? I mean, you could have just said the third studio, but you know, the third is studio it is. is yeah, it's the third studio because my my room, the upper room, and then here. Yep. Nice, nice. That's how it works. So that's, that's how numbers work. So, Nick, a lot of stuff has been stirring stirring up these past several hours, there's, not days, there's a lot of, hours. Yeah, I mean, but also the last few days, there's just a lot yeah, going on yeah. in the world. So let's go and. Let's run through a couple topics before we just hit sports because, you know, the last majority is going to be sports. Got a couple things I want to bring up, Josh. Okay. I think they're interesting in the world. Uh, number one, we have Travis Barker proposing to Kourtney Kardashian last night. What? How did I miss yeah. this? I've been, on, I've been on social media. I've been on Twitter. I would have thought that this would have been like everybody in my hometown fired up about a local couple getting engaged. This was yeah. not Wow. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I feel like me, our social medias look very different as far as like what we see. Oh, incredibly different. But I still so, follow. I feel like I follow enough people that post this kind of stuff that yeah. I would have seen it. So yeah, it was you know, big move. I think he had like he made like a heart, a gigantic heart out of roses or whatever, like on the beach, and then he uh, proposed in a striped shirt. People were roasting the striped shirt. He was wearing like a black and white striped shirt. I don't know why, but Vertical yeah, so, horizontal stripes. Uh, vertical vertical i don't and maybe it's the fact that i don't see why there's a problem with that that there's the problem there <laughs> therein lies the problem if i'm like i don't understand why there's an issue i think it looks great yeah but I, I mean he did in 10 months what scott disick never did in, in 11 years which was get down on one knee and propose yeah but scott disick isn't the proposing type you know yeah let's be honest he, he was probably waiting for courtney to get down on one knee for him and for being honest it's very possible it's very yeah. possible. And if so, they had that conversation. He's like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm never going to propose to you. If you want to propose to me, then, yeah, we can go with that. I'm not going to say no, but I'm not yeah. going to do it. But anyway, shout out to Travis Barker. You know, he's been through a lot in his life. You know, surviving a big plane crash and everything like that. That so still blows my mind. I forget about that. Yeah. And whenever he gets brought up and people are like, yeah, the plane crash, I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Yeah. So, you know what? Congrats we could have lost him, man. We could have lost him like John Denver. Here one second, gone the next. Plane crash. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But we but didn't. We didn't. We, he survived. He's got a purpose for his life. So, yeah. Strong I think, uh, you know, I don't know if they actually get married. You know, I feel like they're the type that get engaged and they'll go their separate ways, but still always have love for each other. You know, how, they, <laughs> how that goes. Six months. So, yeah. as many of y'all know, me and Travis have split up. It's all amicable. We still have much love for each other, but it just wasn't us getting married. Yeah, I wouldn't be feel surprised like, if that happened. I feel like Kardashians just can't get married. Like it's like a written rule. Like if you get married, it's not going to go well. Yeah. So, but it's like, is it? I mean, does it go much better if? Well, I guess if you get married, then the relationship's going to end poorly. If you don't get married, then you can just end amicably. And it's, I guess, it's okay. Yeah. So sure. Hey, it's it's very possible. Yeah. Someone so needs to do that. a study on that. Yeah, so anyways, there's that. We also had uh, a few days ago, Addison Rae got kicked off TikTok. I did was, see that. Yeah. That's a lot. 
I mean, it's like your number two person, you they get banned, like permanently banned from the app. And then, of course, the app is like, no, this can't happen. So they go back and they undo it. But think about all the people that have for no reason gotten permanently banned from the app. And there's no way to get their account back. What is, did they say there was a reason she got banned? I've never absorbed I, any of her content. So I have no idea what she does. I never, I never looked into it that deeply, but they, uh, it was funny that she had a sense of humor about it. She posted on Twitter. She's like, well, yes, it's time to get a job. I saw that. I saw that. I don't like, follow that, her, but somebody like commented on it. So yeah, that was funny. That was funny. There you go. I'm like, all right, way to be aware. Way to be aware. Go her. So, it would be the, yeah. it would be the one aware person that is like yeah. TikTok famous that gets kicked off and is like, well, I guess yeah. I gotta get a job. I feel like, but like of any app for it to end, I think for TikTokers, like they wouldn't know what to do. Like if they all, oh, like, for TikTok, the vast majority of them, yeah. Like uh, we've mentioned before, like Josh, uh, Josh Richardson, Josh Richards, Josh Richard Richardson, tomatoes, tomatoes. Josh Richards, one of the very few people that could get kicked off the app tonight, and not a ton would change. I don't think. Uh, yeah, he's he's he is. He realized that he's not going to be on TikTok for forever, nor will TikTok last for forever. I don't think. I think it has a an expiration date. You know, at some point in the future, you know, people were hot on Vine for a while, and I think this has outlasted Vine. But you know, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I just thought it was like the fact that they're like number two person as far as follows goes gets you know permanently banned off the app. It was just hilarious. It's a lot. Like, how does this happen? But you know. It's a lot. Yeah, I thought that was that was just one of the like wild things that I wasn't on last Thursday's episode, so I didn't get to mention it. But yeah, it just blew my mind. I'm like, bro, what if she doesn't get back on? Like, you know, she was just in an awful movie. They said that was absolutely horrible. And you know, so what else do you do now at that point? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. She could parlay it into something. She need she would need a strong financial advisor to come around her and be like, look, not like a sleaze ball, but like one to be like, look. We're going to try and get you more work, but we're going to set it up to where if you don't get another job for the rest of your life, you're good. You can yeah. live a pretty lush lifestyle. Not what you have been doing, but, you know, pretty lush. So Yeah. So. But well, yeah. Back, so, so. She is back. Shout out. Um, someone who's not back, Josh, do you want to uh, take this, uh, this next topic that's, you know, this unfortunate news? Um, not Not back. Uh, he is technically back. He won't be back, though. <laughs> he Talk about expiration dates. This has a very hard expiration date. Uh, you love him. You love to hear him. Coach O, Coach Ed Ogeron of the LSU Tigers. Go Tigers. You, you know. Go Tigers. Uh, runs every day at noon, shirtless through the campus. Um, won a national championship, I believe, two years ago with his, you know, favorite player ever, Joe Burrow, uh, was not invited back, in fact, fired, let go, some may say, uh, at the end of the season. They had a conversation. After he won, this this information came out. I don't know when it was finalized, but this information came out after a win against Florida, which I think is interesting, but whatever. Um, yeah, it came out that at the end of this season, Coach Ed Ogeron will not be Welcome back, uh, I believe. And you may want to get into this later. Um, something like a $17 million buyout? Something like that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what do we th- what do we think about this, Nick? What do we, how, how, do, how, do, how does an actual, like, legitimate football fan think about this? You know, Josh, once the story came out, 
I was sad, you know. I was like sitting in my living room. It was on Sunday, and I was strolling on Twitter, and I saw that uh, he wasn't coming back. And I was brought it up to my dad. I was like, "Hey, they're not bringing back Coach O. He's even fired at the end of the year." I was like, "That's weird that they're letting him finish out the season, like." And it's yeah, apparently apparently, apparently an amicable split. You know, it's a no. separation. That's what they're saying it is, at least. So for him to be able to uh, continue coaching the season. Very interesting. I think the funniest thing that is like came out about this, Josh, the stories that are come out 24 hours later on like the, some of the reasons and like what was actually going on behind the scenes in Baton Rouge are absolutely amazing to hear. Like it's so funny and yeah. it's so ridiculous, so ridiculous at the same time. So a couple of the stories that came out was that right after the uh, national championship in 2019, he actually got a divorce. Him and his wife were uh, no longer together. And uh, think about it. So you're you're now the king of Louisiana, right? I mean, obviously, Joe Burrow, that amazing wide receiver core, they're the ones that actually won the national championship for you. It's like whenever whenever Gene Chizik won the national championship. It's like, well, you had Cam Newton, you know, once-in-a-generation talent. But, you know, Gene Chizik gets the extension because he's the coach and he's the one that's sticking around, so shout out. But – you know, once you're the king of Louisiana, you know, the king of the Cajuns, as Ed Ogeron was, I mean, you and you're newly single, too. Like, you are on top of the universe. And so, Ed Ogeron started shooting his shot. So, one of the crazy stories that, Josh, I don't even think you've heard this yet. And so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you here and the listeners, if they haven't heard it yet, was that he stopped by a gas station to get gas. And he noticed this lady who was wearing, like, workout gear. He's like, hey. You look, you look real fit. He's like, you want to work out sometime? She's like, um, no, I'm married and I'm pregnant. He's like, why does that matter? Well, Josh, here's the I, I, I wish the you know listeners could see my face. face. But Josh, you know what's crazy is that was the wife of like one of like the head LSU officials that's like in charge of his job. <laughs> so he hit on his wife, bro. And then and once she and like okay, it's one thing to like hit on the girl. But, like, once she says, no, I'm married and I'm pregnant, and then you respond with, well, what's that matter? What's what that, that matter? matter? Like, not ideal. <laughs> to have the confidence of Ed Ogeron. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And then there's also the fact that, you know, some of his girlfriends he had over the last couple years, um, they would come, he would let them in on the practices. But the okay. problem with that is, is that he started prioritizing the women over the team and letting them come to the practices and letting their kids come to the practices and letting the kids participate in the drills. And so I saw this quote. It was like, imagine if like, you know, you're preparing for Auburn, you're preparing for Alabama, you're preparing for Florida and you know, you're in line, you're like second team, but second team guy, but you're having to wait for your reps because, you know, little seven-year-old Johnny or little eight-year-old Timmy, you know, they're, they're, you know, trying to do the Oklahoma drill and have fun or whatever. It's like, it's just absolutely insane. Like, if you're playing an absolute nobody, that's when you bring the kids and you're like, hey, we're going to have some kids here. They're going to do a couple reps, you know, just just whatever. But you're getting ready for, like, a big game. And it sounds like he, like you said, he prioritized the women and their, I guess, children over the team. So he's probably like, oh, yo, yeah, we, we got Auburn. We, we, we got them. Uh, go, hey, go, go in there, boy, and catch some passes from Joe Burrow. Go Tigers. Like, it's not a great look. No. It's not a great look. And then, Nick, what? let's go back to the woman for just two seconds. What are the 
odds? What are the odds, bro? What are, uh, guess what? Apparently 100% yeah. that he hits on one of probably like 10 women that could just end his career. Yeah. And he picks that one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. It's uh yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. It's a whole ordeal. It's a whole thing. It's a yeah. whole thing. No, I uh, I mean it's like at this point, where does he go next? You know, does he find, you know, can he find a job kind of immediately as far as you know at a smaller school or does he have to yeah. go back to or does he have to go back to Nick Saban's rehabilitation program where you know he has to be an offensive analyst at Alabama for about a year before he gets another job? I don't know, but could you imagine? I don't think I don't think that's out of the question. I do not think that is out of the question. At this point, at this point, it's probably likely to be honest. It's pretty likely. Um, yeah, it's hilarious, and it's not good, but it is hilarious how often coaches that have like um, you know interesting pasts and spotted pasts will go work for Nick Saban for like two seasons and will be considered rehabilitated and let back into the wild that is college football coaching. It's insane, bro. It's absolutely insane. insane. It is insane. Oh my gosh! I I just don't know who LSU could hire that's better right now that'll give them like a better chance to win. To be honest, that's the that's the worst part about it is like, yeah, you want to get rid of this guy, but is there really anybody? I mean, do you just try and find somebody that's willing to trade? Yeah, I mean, I just remember like when Ed Ogeron was on top of the world, where like they had him doing some of the first like you know like COVID procedure commercials and ads. You I know? remember. Yeah, you could barely he, understand him because you know he speaks. When, 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 you know, he was talking about social distancing and coughing in your sleeve and washing your hands for twenty seconds and like all that stuff. That was wild. I remember seeing those and I was like, "This is insane." What it's is going like, on right now? Yeah, oh I mean, gosh. it's like he just like I think it has to be a rule though that he has to coach in Louisiana though. I think like, I think the best school for him, and I have no idea if their coach is up for renewal or anything. I think Law Tech, the Raging yeah. Cajuns, just strictly due to the name, strictly due to the yeah. name, I think it would work. I mean, that's what he is, bro. You know, he's a Raging Cajun. Yeah, it's it fit. He fits the profile. He should be the mascot. You should hire him as the head coach, and whatever your mascot is, just make it Ed Ogeron. Yeah, you get a a identical. You get one of those like identical masks. It's not even like uh, a a um like a mascot looking thing where it's all big. You just get somebody that looks like Ed Ogeron to walk around, and that's the mascot. Yeah. He's a Raging Cajun. Yeah. I mean, he he has – there's no way he's allowed out of Louisiana, right? He can't be. Like can't morally be. speaking. Like he has yeah. to stay in Louisiana. He is – You Ed, Ed Ogeron can't go be a coach in like Maine. Could no. you imagine Ed Ogeron with kids that grew up and went to like boarding schools eating, uh, you know, lobster rolls? No, no. He needs to be able to recruit by being like, "Come on down, we got a. I'm gonna take you to a crawfish bowl. We're gonna talk about uh, offensive plays." I still don't understand like how players can understand that man. Don't know. Not Makes a clue. no sense. Not a clue. He is he literate? Do you think he's literate? It's just all X's and O's for him. It is. You know? It is. He probably like writes the plays on the board, and yeah. like will make some mumbles, and the offensive and defensive coordinators will kind of like decode it. They'll be like, "Here's what we're doing. <laughs> like this is what coach as yeah. as y'all are aware, but we're just gonna go over it for you know th- being thorough sake. Uh, here's what we're actually gonna be doing, and then they go through it. 
Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember that video that came out once uh, after they beat Bama two years ago? Remember he was just like dog, like talking so much smack, like dog cussing Alabama out in the locker room, and then he had to like issue an apology. Yeah, but that's that's Coach O. That's so Coach, Coach O is an American icon, man. Yeah, he's an American treasure, and it's gonna be. He is the thing is LSU is like the perfect place for him to coach. Like well, his, it was, you know, it, it was. It was. It's it was. Not anymore. He's not welcome anymore. Do you think there's a way for him to save his job? Like, if he wins out the season? He's not going to, but if he did. I mean, bro, he hit on the dude's pregnant wife. I'm aware. And then he said, What does that, that matter? Yeah. It's not great. Can't, it's not can't great. come back from that. It's difficult. It's yeah. difficult. I don't know. There's a chance, you know, if, for instance, if they beat Al. They beat Alabama this year, then yes, I think there's a chance. If they, because at that point they'll go nine and three, win a big bowl game, go ten and three. I think there's a chance that he stays. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. They beat Alabama. Also, and that's the thing about inter- it. The longer he stays, the less of that buyout that they have to pay. So true. that's that's a way to look at it. True. 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 But yeah. So, anyway, so moving on from that story, you know, we will miss Coach O. We gotta. Take all the go Tigers, you know, while we can. Isn't USC still looking for a coach? He, he already was at USC. I'm aware. Bro. I know. I know. That's what I was getting at. Make his just make his rounds again. Coach, coach, think about it. Coach O will be back at uh in Southern California. Southern California. Newly single. <laughs> he can't. He can't. He has to it's, stay in Louisiana or go to like a midwestern, just good yeah. old salt of the earth town. Um, it's like uh, whenever think about it. It's like whenever Lane Kiffin was in Boca Raton, Florida. It's just not. <laughs> he needs to go coach for some team that's in like the Maction. That would be the Middle America Conference playing on Tuesday, Tuesday and Thursdays. Nights, Tuesday and Thursday nights. And there's Coach O on the. Hey, it'll it'll get it'll get tickets. It'll get views. Yeah, it'll get views for sure. For sure. So so. Anyways, talking about Lane Kiffin, did you see uh, the ending of that Tennessee Florida game? Bro, I so I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. Uh, bro, I just remember see, getting on Twitter being like, uh, it was all, wow, you know, Tennessee fans showing their class, all, wow, Tennessee fans, I can't believe it. Tennessee yeah. fans listening. I was like, what happened? And obviously, I came across the video, and it's Lane Kiffin holding a golf ball and Lane Kiffin getting a, a, a spit bottle thrown at him. Crazy. Well, I had a so I'd watched like majority of the game, but it was getting later, and like I was I was sick over the weekend, so I was like I need to uh, go to sleep, and so I probably went to sleep or went to bed like six seven minutes left in the game, and I'm thinking all right, Ole Miss is probably going to win this, so I go you know I started getting ready for bed, and I get in my bed, I'm scrolling through Twitter, and then Twitter just exploding about this game, so I pull it up on my phone. And I watched, like, the last three minutes. This was absolutely insane. I mean, for those of you that don't know, Tennessee got mad about what they thought was a missed call. I thought it was the right call, and they reviewed it a million times. And What was the call? Because I'm aware that there was a – the entire world, A, they were talking about how, you know, Tennessee is classless, and then the other half of them were talking about how the SEC officiating is the worst in, you know, the world, the world of officiating. What, what was the, the missed call? Well, it was some four, people think it was legit. It was fourth and 17, so they throw it, and the guy catches it. And he was down. He caught the ball, and he tucked it into his left arm. So he was down, and he was about probably 
four inches short of the first down. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, is that like they, they showed all these different things where if he would have had it in his right arm, he would have gotten the first down. If he wouldn't have tucked it, he tucked it like down in his abs right. and his stomach. If he would have had it held it up tight, it, it would have been good. Yeah, so there's all these things, but people, it was very close. Game inches. It's kind of hard to tell. So they just got all mad. And so they started throwing anything and everything they could vape pins, you know, mustard bottles, uh, yeah, golf balls. Yeah, he's got a balls. mustard bottle on him, man. That's what, that's what we're all trying to figure out. It's like, did the vendors get mad and come out and, you know, throw to the, you know, like, I just don't know how it worked out. Like, you know, empty water bottles, you know, empty cups, full cups, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had to think about it. They had to evacuate the cheerleaders. They they tried to evacuate the players, and Lane was like, hey, just put your helmets on. You'll be... That is the most football oh. guy thing ever. Hey, everyone's yeah. evacuated. Hey, just put on your helmets. Lane, okay. like, Lane set the standard of why you wear a hoodie when you're coaching a football game because, you know, stuff starts throwing out. You just throw your hoodie on. You're fine. <laughs> Does he have it lined with something? I don't know. No, he was wearing like a Nike. He was just wearing. He was just wearing a Nike Ole Miss hoodie, and when stuff started flying, he just kind of put his hood on and just kind of ducked his head down. Put his. Hey, that's that's a man's man. It starts raining. Are you gonna put the hood yeah. on your on your jacket up? No, you're just gonna lift up your shoulders and keep walking. Stuff getting thrown at you. You're gonna like you know put a clipboard behind your head. And, you know, start ducking. Nah, just put the hoodie up. Put the hoodie It'd be up. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. Anyway, so it took him like 20, 25 minutes to clean everything up. And the funny thing is, all I did was because everybody, everybody, and everybody on both teams were just cramping up all game long. Real. Well, hey, I've they never got that mustard. Yeah, that's what so it was good. For. Good thing they got that mustard thrown on the field, you know, help them out. But yeah, so it was absolutely insane to see. And they finally, you know, twenty twenty five minutes later, they resumed play. And that's the funniest part is that. It doesn't penalize you know Tennessee or anything like that as far as during the game. It does nothing. All it does is give them twenty minutes rest. That's it. Get them hydrated. Here, eat this monster. Drink this water. Exactly. Get stretched out. So you know, stretch those calves out. That's all you got to do. But yeah, so resume play. Tennessee had three uh, three timeouts left. I don't. Something happened to where I think like either Ole Miss fumbled. Something happened where Tennessee gets the ball back with like forty eight sec forty seconds left. On like the uh, like the fifty yard line, and it was, a, problem, it was a tight game. They could have won it, right? It was thirty one to twenty six at that point. Ole Miss was up. Well, Tennessee's uh, starting quarterback gets hurt somehow. His leg—I don't know if he was cramping, you know, sprained ankle, whatever—but he was like he couldn't walk off the. They had to like kind of like carry him off as he's like limping off the field, right? And so they had to put the backup in, and uh, this guy he does enough to like get the first down. To get like one play left on the twenty-two, but then he, uh, I think it was like I don't know what down it was. But there's three seconds left in the game. Guy just can't find an open receiver. He starts running for it and runs out of bounds at the ten-yard line. At the ten-yard line, didn't even try to like. Didn't even try to stretch it out and get a touchdown. Didn't try to pitch it. Didn't try to do anything. He just ran out of bounds, and that's how this game ended. Well, then freaking they they keep throwing stuff, and Lane just has his hood on. They keep throwing stuff and. Lane, uh, Lane kept the golf ball, by the way, too, like as a souvenir. Good. But he deserved uh, some, it. Someone throws a spitter, and Lane kind of one hand catches it, and then he gives him gives him favor and then throws his uh, visor up to the – and they all went crazy trying to grab the visor. So it's like, y'all idiots, y'all trying to, hit, trying to hit this man with a golf ball, but then you're going crazy trying to catch his visor. It's hilarious. 
People SEC football fans. SEC yeah. footballs are creatures. I don't know the yeah. people. Once you step out of the stadium, you just become a creature. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like afterwards, they uh, ended up the league ended up fine, fining them two hundred fifty thousand dollars to the school. Really? And then, yeah. Well, now what they're trying to do, and I have no idea how they're going to be able to prove this. But they're trying. They're going through all of the surveillance videos and everything, and whoever they can like prove mm-hmm. through something, they're banned for the rest of the year from going to football games. Wow. I saw something on Twitter, so you know it's fact. Um, and it said something like eighteen people arrested and like so many other people fined, you know, for for what they did. So I don't know if that's true. I don't know how much of that is, you know, they can go back and look, but Yeah. I don't know. But it was uh pretty funny. <laughs> like Surely there's like- some person sitting at some computer somewhere watching surveillance video trying to go back and see where these people were originally sat in the stadium, trying yeah. to figure out who bought those tickets, trying to track them down. That's got to be somebody's job right now. Yeah, imagine having that job right now. That's going to be awful. It's like whenever they went through, uh, I don't know if you watched the uh, documentary on Netflix, Malice at the Palace, talking about. I I think I have. I haven't, like, it's been a while since I've watched it, though. But, yeah, yeah, same situation. I mean, it came out, like, maybe a month ago. Oh, then absolutely not. Yeah, it's about uh, the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm aware of the situation. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Some, I didn't some watch the dog, teams. but I am aware of what happened at yeah. the mouse. Anyways, the like the lead uh, detective, like the police chief or whatever, he was talking about how they had to just go through and just weeks and weeks of footage and stuff like that to figure out the different people that threw, uh, that provoked everything with like throwing the water bottles at the uh, at the players and just different stuff like that. It was just like, I imagine wherever the police chief of Knoxville is having to do that exact same thing right now. Yeah. There's a lot of criminal justice uh, college students that are getting internships left and right right now. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, that they, they don't want to do the job. We got spots open for two-month internships. What, two, exactly. two questions in the, uh, in, in, in the interview. Are you uh, a Tennessee Vols fan? Can you be unbiased? It's like, absolutely not. And yes, I can be unbiased. It's like, all right, well, you're about to and incriminate your fellow man, so get you. Let's say – yeah, well, one more too. Like, do you have any like family that attended the game? <laughs> you got any family that are big Vols fans? No, yeah. you're our man or lady, right. you know. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that was felt, wild. Felt like Tennessee was back for a little bit, you know. Just a little bit, just a little bit. But they've been saying that the whole season, haven't they? Like Tennessee's back. No, not not the first couple weeks because they lost to Pittsburgh like week two at home. Yeah, it's not a great look, is it? It was not. You know. Maybe not soon, given, you know, the status of their fans. Or maybe immediately, given the fact that, you know, all those fans that got caught are not allowed in the stadium. I, I would like to go to a Tennessee game. Do I care about Tennessee as a football school? Not not one ounce. But just the, the, the orange, the checkered, seems electric. Is it number one on the list? No. Is it top ten? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it, I think it's every one of the, like, you know, the top ten as far as just, like, you know. It's top ten. Venues in my College stadiums to attend for sure. Yeah, and the the other top ten are are for the most part other SEC schools. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. I mean, like I want to go to Ole Miss. I want to go to LSU. I want to, you know, oh, I've death, been, a night game at Death Valley. Yeah, def, definitely want to go to the Swamp. Check that out. Oh, the Swamp would be nice. Talk yeah. about Gainesville. I would um, go there, and then as far as everywhere everywhere else, I mean, I would. I think it'd be interesting to check out uh, Death Valley and Clemson just to see their version of Death Valley. Yeah, it would be nice. Uh, 
And then I'm trying to think anyone else. I mean, like I would do it to like a Michigan game in like September. I feel like that would be oh, interesting. Yeah. No, 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 not nothing past September. It's yeah, a little, a little brisk. Yeah, uh, but other than other than that, I mean, I don't think there's really any other you know college stadium other than like SEC teams that uh, in, intrigued me at all. Not really. Not really. I'd, it'd be cool to go to the Rose Bowl just because it's the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that'd so, be nice. So. But yeah, no, no. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Last thing before we get out of here, Josh. Uh, ben Simmons attended his first Sixers practice today. Congrats. Get this. No, get this. The man was wearing sweatpants with his cell phone in his pocket. He wasn't wearing joggers where you could zip it up. No, his his cell phone was just like sticking out. Man was barely doing anything during his defensive slides. And when the team huddled up at the end of the practice, he was just on the outside dribbling the basketball, not paying attention at all. Man does not want to be there. The man does not want to be there, and yet he has shown up. Talk about collecting a paycheck. Exactly. Collecting a paycheck and I guess trying to prove that, you know, he – I think he's trying to – I think this is what he's doing is actually more effective. He's proving that he's trying to be an awful teammate so they'll move him out faster instead of just not being there. And just think about it. He's being being a a pest to the locker room instead of just – being absent exactly so i get it i get it yeah Got very funny pants. video they're coming out it's like this man is actually wearing sweatpants not joggers his... not athletic no. things just sweatpants sweatpants with his phone in his pocket at an nba his practice phone in his pocket that's like, that's the part that gets me out. The sweatpants are like uh, okay there's there's better things to wear but you know it's it's kind of athletic you can move in them the phone in the pocket kills me that's the absolute sign of disrespect. Yeah. That's the absolute sign of disrespect to anything is having yeah. your phone on you. Not even out, but on you. It's like when they say having, like, if you're at dinner with somebody, even having your phone on the table, even if it's face down, is like it shows the other person that you're not 100% interested in what they're saying. It's like just having your phone around. You're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to play basketball, and you can't. You won't. Not that you can't. You've done it before, yeah. but you won't. Put your phone up. Well, anyway, so I have like a similar story. So whenever I was in the uh, in seventh grade on the basketball team, like I wasn't really playing much at that point, and I like just did not care about the team at all. So I tried to like I thought about a way of like sneaking my phone on the in, on the bench, and so like I could like be entertained. <laughs> I think I tried to like figure out because like that's back when like you know for real it's when like the Nike Elite socks became like popular. I like became a thing, so I was like, going to see how I, somehow because I had like you know like the iPhones were really tiny at that point, the smartphones. So I was like, I was going to try to like fit it in my pocket or in my uh, sock or something. I don't think it actually worked. I don't think I actually ended up doing it. I tried to. I thought about it. Like I really like put some thought into how I was going to make it happen. The thing is, you're on a basketball team, and even if you're yeah. on the bench, there's what only eight other people on the bench with you. Something like that. So it's going to be pretty pretty obvious. I think the only sport that you could get away with that is like football, when there's 50 other people on the sideline and there's like 10 coaches and no one's really paying attention to what you're doing on the sideline per se, especially if you're like a, a you know a third string or whatever. But yeah, yeah, basketball on the sideline, you're single file, so the yeah. coach has to glance over. That would that would be funny. Yeah, well, like, I mean, we were the, I mean, for real, for the most part, it was just like the parents there. Because it's like, we're, so it was like the seventh grade team, and then the middle school girls to play, and then the eighth grade boys team would play. Uh-huh. So 
the big I was just like, you know what? Boys. Yeah. I was like, bro, I don't even care. One time though, when I was like sick or whatever, and I wasn't playing, I just like didn't dress out. I like just brought like I did bring like my iPod Touch and like my other phone on the bench. Like you know, I had to have a little like Nike zip up badge that I like brought with me on the bench. I don't think I got it out, but I just had it with me just in case I got bored. Nick, how many games did you play? Did you did you play often? I would imagine like seventh grade, you would get some playing time. Yeah, like some, as in like you know, a few minutes a game. We met, hey, bro. I was electric though. When I tell you in ninth grade, I was literally called the, the dirtiest player on my team. I love it. Ninth, ninth love grade, it. yeah. Is there, like, any, the, is there any the problem? No, the problem is, yeah, no, because this, this is all in practice. That was the problem. I was <sighs> beating, I was beating up my own, my own teammates. <laughs> Dadgum it. Is there know, any bro. film of you playing out there at all? Yeah, probably not. Dadgum it. If we get our hands on any, we need to have a, a a reaction video to me and Walker watching a young Nick play. play some Bro, hoops. freaking my uh, my ninth grade, uh, my last game I ever played in ninth grade. Uh, it was my, my last time I played for that school, actually. Really? Bro, I like exploded off the bench for nine points as we beat the team by like 40. Bro, are you kidding me? Exploded. Look at him. Almost double digits. Almost bro, double digits. Jumper wet like I'm booked, bro. Shout out Drizzy Drake, you know? Drizzy Drake. Yeah. Holy moly. Nick so, Gordon off the bench for nine points. Exploded, bro. They need to they need to put him in the game more. They need to put him in the game that, more. The thing is, is that like I bro, I could shoot back in the day. The only problem was I was also like five foot two, hundred and five pounds in ninth grade, which isn't ideal. It's not great. It's not great. I Seventh mean, grade, yeah, but you know, you start getting in ninth grade, guys start hitting puberty hard. I mean, right now, I mean, granted, we have freshmen in college who you know sits two hundred ninety pounds, but you know, <laughs> defensive we, uh, backs, defensive backs. <laughs> but um, we uh, yeah, no, it was a uh, bro, and I had like the long swishy air too. It was a whole thing. I was number twenty four, R.I.P. Kobe. Rip. So, but yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I, I wish we need to try and track down, and I don't think there's any video of me playing hockey. Here's the thing. Well, yeah, well, here's the thing with me. I'm pretty sure no one even, like, filmed our games. Yeah, like, no. Because it was, like, it was this, I played seventh grade and then JV. The, like, nobody filmed those games. The thing is, now that I'm thinking about it, yes, when I was playing sports, I guess camera phones were more of a thing, but you didn't see it, like, like now, where – parents they have the ipads out and they have the cell phones out recording every little thing so yeah oh yeah no i definitely wasn't a thing like no. for real for the most part no so but yeah not, so uh not mad that it isn't so honestly. yeah that's that's the story of me trying to pull up ben simmons you know before ben simmons hey, even knew about it hey cut from the same cloth this one's, ah, i don't know if i want that all my life you know uh, you, uh, whether you want it or not, it's it, it might it might be a fact. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. It is. We've just realized that Ben Simmons is a very spiteful person. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm starting to see some I'm starting to see some similarities, Nick. So, all right, player, you got anything else you want to drop on go. this episode? That is it for tonight. Should we uh, should we give out the the shout out for uh, for this week's uh, college pickums? Go ahead and go for it's, it. It's uh, you know, shout out, shout out. Uh, I believe it's uh, I'm Morgan, Morgan Sanders. Somehow, her and Jasmine keep winning. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on, but shout out to them. Uh, still several weeks behind, so Nick's still in first place. 
behind, uh, just ahead of uh, executive producer Ron. He's he's been he's been doing his due diligence as well. So, but yeah, shout out Morgan for for winning another week. Uh, I might need to cop some of her picks next week for being honest, because I'm I'm doing really doo doo. I'm doing really doo doo. College football is dumb, and I would hate to be good at picking it. <laughs> So, but all right. Uh, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Um, like and subscribe. Follow us. Uh, leave a five-star review on uh, on Apple Podcast. It really kind of helps signal boost us a little bit so other people can listen. And, hey, maybe we'll get sponsored someday and we can bring, like, a really fire show. If we had some money in our pocket, I think our shows could be really, really dope. Not to say that they're not amazing right now, but, you know, better. Um, I've been your host, Josh Robinson. This has been Nick Borden. And as always, thanks for listening.